going on, everybody? Welcome to Buckeye BS here on the Best Damn Media Network, the new media, all that stuff. What's going on, everybody? It was getting a little heated before the show started, but hopefully we could bring y'all the same energy. I'm a little under the weather, y'all, so y'all be chilling on me today. Man, stop with the excuses, man. Yeah, but what's going on, y'all? How y'all doing? Man, just cooking, boys. Pretty good, pretty good. He ain't here lying on me, man. I ain't saying nothing about Lorenzo starting CB1, but we can talk about it. But we can talk about it. I like how all y'all clowning in the comments like we ain't got goddamn Cam Brown playing corner as a freaking 300-ranked wide receiver for two years, running a 4-6, but it's just impossible for Lorenzo to play cornerback knowing that we don't play freshman. And we got Steel Chambers, a running back, playing linebacker, but, you know, I – Y'all got it though. Well, got it. We will. Uh, my, get my, here's my here's my whole point about that, Cam. For the past few weeks, you've been talking about getting away from that. Now you're okay with doing it. Which one is it? Okay, okay. So you're confusing me saying that it's a possibility with me saying I want it to happen. I don't want it to happen. But okay. given off the history of our team, knowing that we don't play young guys. Knowing that Jim Knowles is just adamant on trusting guys, I think that he's going to come in, he's going to learn a defense with Sonny, who's probably already telling him the defense because he's enrolled into the school already. He's probably learning already. Allegedly. If he comes in and has a higher understanding of what to do on the defense, he's going to get he's going to get playing time, bro. Like, that's just based off what we've seen. We have a five-star on the bench that played in the spring game and flashed, bro. This motherfucker was getting PBUs, all kind of shit. We ain't never seen Steel do that shit. Not in practice, not in anything, and he's going to sit behind him, bro. So why wouldn't Lorenzo come in and get playing time? Doesn't make sense. Yeah, so for anyone who's just tuning into the show and has zero context to where the hell any of this came from, (laughs) we were getting ready to start the show, and approximately 90 seconds before the show started, Mike and Q out of nowhere started arguing about Lorenzo's house to the point that we had to wait 15 seconds to start the show because they were still going at it. So Cam was going to get his shit off regardless. Show notes be damned. So welcome everyone, and there's your context for the first five minutes of the hey, show. You gotta you gotta start out hot. That's what I'm saying. So I was gonna let him go, but um, today we're gonna talk about. Uh, my bad, Ron. We talk. He'll be back. We talk about portal knees. Obviously, we're we'll talk some Lorenzo Styles. Obviously, we talk. We're gonna talk some spring games with the guys. Seen uh, some recruiting boom predictions. But do want to start in honor of my guy Chris Drew. The tank fight was last night. What were your thoughts on the tank fight? I know y'all watched it. So, what do you? What y'all think? Man, Ryan Garcia. Uh, he's inexperienced. I think he pussy. He pussy. I think he needs a new corner, and I also think that he should not be fighting at 135. He's a 140, 145 fighter. He had no power. He had no legs. He just looked weak out there. He didn't He didn't look like himself. But Tank also is experienced. He's the best in the business. So it was just a money fight, good experience, you know, good PPV um, fight. But Gar- Ryan Garcia should, not, should, should never fight at 135 again. He did not look like he was uh, himself. I was watching it with I was watching it with my friends, and they're asking, "How does a body shot do that to someone?" And I'm like, you're walk- "When you're walking around at the same weight as like a girl in eighth grade, I mean, there's nothing protecting you when you get hit there. That is a straight shot to an internal organ. So, I mean, that boy is out there skinny. He's not in the 
he's not powerful enough to be fighting boys like Tank. Like, he needs to stick to the YouTube stuff, maybe some WWE, but, like, Tank gave him his payday and also fucking made him pay for it. Yeah, hold on, bro. <laughs> the amount of disrespect you just, you just put out <laughs> there. <laughs> did I, did I just say WWE? Why? He's a fucking clown. Uh, I mean, you know, my whole thing about it is, is what Cam just said is the simple fact that in experience, in his show, because what you could tell is, is Tank called out every specific part of Ryan's game before the fight. He said, you have no footwork. You have no, no, no head game, pause. You know, like, and you, and you've never been, and you've never been hit by someone as powerful as Tank either. So, I mean, and, and we showed uh, Tank for some reason uh, liked to allow his opponents to hit him a couple times. That's what happened in the first round. And then you just saw once Tank got him and knocked him down in the second, it was a wrap. The whole thing was completely different. Ryan didn't want didn't to feel those punches, and it just wore down on him. Yeah, nah, I feel I'm with my guy zone six and them kidney shots, bro. I've called one before that joint be like, nah, I'm good. Did you get beat up? I did not get beat up. I was sparring, uh, boxing, and my boy hit me with one. Boy, my ribs hurt for like two weeks. Yeah, I wasn't the same. I was, nah, bro. I'm still on, still on, still on vacation. You like that? I'm using my vacation hours. But we had guys in the in the chat early. What up, Cam? He was uh, in here early. Chris and and, to, and I saw Chris in there talking about he had 135er, bro. Like, come on, bro. He got too much body, bro. Like, he too long yeah. and all that. And another thing I told him earlier, one more thing about that fight. He tried, Oscar got him trying to fight like a stereotypical Mexican dude, but he from he really uh, a suburban kid from California. He ain't, <laughs> and he ain't he ain't trying to stand in a paint and take them hits, man. He need to go over to the money team. Or somewhere like that where they could teach him not how not to get hit and be a boxer and get them points, man, and get up out of there. Cause he ain't no brawler, but we can move on. Yeah, let's hop into it. So <clears throat> so I want to start out with um obviously we talked the spring game last week. And uh, if you missed that, it was a great show. We had a we had a really good time talking about that and going position by position. <coughs> obviously, that leaves behind some needs that we've seen from the spring game of where certain things didn't look right, maybe we don't have the personnel. So I wanted to hop to it. So I'll start. I'll start with Mike. Mike, uh, what do you see that we need to get out of the portal, or what do you see that um, we have to bring in that's probably not working and going to hurt us in the season? What's definitely going to hurt us is a tackle. You know, uh, <laughs> that, that's the the biggest takeaway from this. Uh, you know, everybody wants to talk about, oh, common court doesn't look like this, common court doesn't look like that. But any coach tells you a quarterback is going to suck behind a bad online. It just is what it is. So that's the, the biggest thing that I want to see us get out of the portal. Um, I can't honestly think of any other position. I mean, some people, you know, uh, want more DBs. Um I'm just – my biggest thing is offensive tackle. Oh, we need a defensive tackle just to add depth in case someone was to get hurt. Yeah, Cam? Um, obviously, I think we need uh, a tackle out of the out of the, uh, out of the portal. I think Fryer would be all right. We've seen him get game tape against a, a potential first-round draft pick and held his own. 
uh, when Dewan Jones went out against Iowa. So, I mean, I'm not really worried about him. It's that right tackle spot. I think it's going to be an issue. But also, I think that for us to be successful this year, I think that we're going to have to go back to a more of an old school approach and uh, rely more on the run game and just hit boys with a little bit more RPO and a little bit more play action, uh, taking deep shots with Marv. Um, and, uh, and, uh, with the Mecca and, 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 and Jaden Ballard and those guys and, and rely more on a run game more so than just going out there, airing it out. Like we did with CJ to help Kyle, because, um, I just don't see us being able to run an offense the same way that we did with CJ with Kyle. And that's not knocking Kyle. I just think that, um, we kind of took for granted the, um, arm talent and throwing ability of CJ to really throw guys open. Um, Cause there were a lot of times last year that guys really weren't open. Guys really weren't scheming open and CJ was just think, 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 think doing that. And I don't think we're going to get that type of production out of our quarterback this year, which is going to force Ryan day to go back to his roots. If you guys follow him at temple and Boston college, he's a run game guru run the rock. We got a, a backfield of five fucking horses. Give him the ball, bro. And then we'll go – and then the passing game will come off of that. So, that's what I want to see from us. But – because if we can't get – if we can't get an elite tackle out of the portal, bro, we're going to have to rely on the run game. And they look good running downhill. We, in our spring game, whenever we ran a rock, the boys was moving furniture. It was just that pass, bro. So, we'll see. Yeah, let me well, – let me know in the chat what we need in the uh, – we need in the portal, Ron. Go ahead. No, I mean, I agree with what uh, both of them said. We definitely need something for that offensive line. Uh, I mean, I'd take two pieces if, if they were available just for the depth. But the only thing that concerns me, and Zen6 mentioned it in the chat, these guys in the portal ain't any good. Don't bring me some oaf that's just going to be getting pushed over just because he's a name in the portal. I'm cool with what we got if we're about to just go get some scrub with a different jersey on last year. So, we need someone to uh, become available in the portal because, like Zen6 said, these guys in the portal right now are not it. And I feel like that's one of the reasons why you're not hearing our names associated with a lot of these guys or visits or people popping. Like, <laughs> these guys aren't what we're looking for. So hopefully someone wants to come play for a potential national champion and uh, wants to come play tackle for the Buckeyes. Nah, good. Right. We'd already have one. Yeah. And also, Chris, nobody beat me up. All right. I don't mess with anybody dangerous. So you ain't got to slide for me. My wrist is all good. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, yeah, man, I mean, y'all kind of covered it. What I want to say was this is kind of why we were complaining back in December with the way we moved into the portal and moved very slowly. Like I, I said it from the start. I was like, bro, we need to go grab two tackles. I heard the Josh Fryer hype. Yeah, sounds good. But we, we haven't seen any any proof of it. Maybe even till now, obviously, uh, we pulled a couple guys in, but I didn't think we moved nearly as fast as we needed to to actually pull guys in who are going to compete. Like we really even thinking about it now, we didn't pull in a lineman that was competing for a spot. Still didn't. Even though we brought in one, we didn't pull in a DB besides Igbenosin that was really competing for a spot. We may could have used two or three. So I thought we moved so slow that it was like, now it's like, oh, now we're desperate. And it's like, yeah, we do that <laughs> three months ago. Like, why didn't you bring in a couple more tackles or anybody? We had that, those opportunities that they didn't. And now, you know, kind of running last minute. That's just how I feel about it. I don't know if y'all feel the same. But at least we weren't going to bring another corner who could possibly play some snaps this fall camp. 
Look, man. I see you try to, you know, you try to try to throw me into the Lorenzo sweepstakes. You know what I'm saying? It's not even official that he's coming here, wink a wink. But all I'm saying is we were a whole lot of mid last year. We we're 110th of man coverage. Denzel Burke looked good, but still his tape from last year is absolutely abysmal. Um, we've seen that our coaching staff really doesn't value uh, elite traits and intangibles. They value what, who they trust and who's worked hard and who's who's a good guy and shit like that. So Lorenzo coming in, being Alex uh, Styles, Sonny uh, Styles' brother, I can see a scenario of him coming in, learning a defense, being one of those guys, and fucking Jim Knowles giving him fucking playing time. I can see it, bro. See, I can't. I can't see him playing, but I don't know why people are mad at it. Bring in, bring in our five stars, brother, and keep him happy. I mean, I say, bro, I say Sonny cool. made the right choice. Like he's happy regardless, right? That's that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> Sonny's happy. Sonny's if we're carrying three, if it's we're carrying... happy regardless, because I know if Cam Martinez and Josh Proctor starts over me week one, I'm banging on the portal. That's me. If we're carrying three scholarships, you know you're going to be starting the following year for sure because they're gone. Because I'm a five star. All right. Oh, sorry. Sorry. They're sorry. gone. Sorry, Ron. Sorry, Ron. I have to say this, bro. I'm, I have to say this. Why do we at Ohio State get one year of production out of our elite players while Georgia and Alabama get three years? Why are we saying, well, Sonny Styles is going to start next year? Cool. Sonny Styles is going to start next year, be an All-American, tear up the fucking college football, and be gone to the NFL. And we had his niggas yeah. icing on a bench for two for two years for Josh Proctors and the Cam Martinez. Did y'all see Nick Saban? Chat. Did y'all see that motherfucker? You see what he said? He said it's the NFL. Everybody replaceable. We looking for better guys every fucking cycle. And we got motherfuckers on our team. That's been there for five, six years, got bad tape, and we ain't here debating if Sonny Styles is gonna be starting this year. You know what? I'm I'm just leaving. Man, I said yeah, it. I, I, mean, said it I, think, I think all four of us agree that we're tired of the best guys not playing. I think we've all brought up examples of the freaking Baron Brownings, Jerome Bakers. I think we're all tired of it. It's just what our coaching staff does. I mean, it's just the case that you made. I don't see why uh, Lorenzo Styles comes over here and gets more reps than uh, uh, Jermaine Matthews or Calvin Simpson. Like to me, that just don't, doesn't make sense. But bro, the only it's just what our program does. Well, still, Chambers starts over to CJ Hicks, so that should give you all that. And for context, Lorenzo Styles has not transferred to Ohio State yet. So <laughs> just throw that out there. Yeah, <laughs> break the rumor, I guess they say. Um, but I mean, even though I, I said I would take him, I don't think he's gonna start over nobody. But we only got six corners. I mean, we spent all last year talking about man, we get one or two injuries, which we did. We was gonna be in trouble. No, we had Jake Seibert out there, bro. Yeah, well, apparently he was about to play. You, you joking, <laughs> bro? He just transferred the portal. I think he's gonna go play corner at Colorado. Man, po possibly, but um, 
yeah, I, I would take the death. Obviously, we need it. At least I'll give us seven corners, and we can roll from there whether he plays or sets the bench. Or but I, good Lord, can you? There flew over there. But um, I want to get to the chat. They had some questions. I know Stu asked about the Wisconsin spring game. I know Cam, you say you've seen, you've seen that. I don't know if anybody else has, but go ahead and chime in if you did. But Cam, tell us about Wisconsin. Uh, Tanner Mordecai, absolutely terrible game. Um, bad quarterback play from Wisconsin. That adjustment for them going to the air raid is going to take some time for them to adjust. Um, yeah, and defense is business as usual up there in Madison. Um, who else? Minnesota. They're Minnesota. Uh, looks like they're trying to air it out a little bit more. It seems like everybody's trying to air it out a little bit more in the Big Ten. <clears throat> We need um, everybody's trying to spread the ball out around a little more. Jeff Sims, I think he locked up that starting position in Nebraska. <coughs> um, he looked really good, uh, throwing the ball. He had a long touchdown run. Um, you can just tell that that out of athleticism that they got. Also, you could tell that they added some some Georgia rejects uh on that team on that defense. They just look a little bit more twitched up. Uh, their receivers look like they got a little bit more juice to them. Uh, I think Nebraska's going to surprise a lot of teams. They got a certain team from up north that's going to be playing there at a night game. Look out for that. Um, who else did I watch? Alabama. Did you, uh, y'all didn't watch the Alabama? I watched uh, the Alabama I game. Clips, I, watched, I, I watched clips, yeah. Yeah, I did see that. I did see that I hit think that Jake Pope put on. That, put on that Alabama game. scrimmage reminded me of us. Like, they just had a super vanilla play call sheet. Uh, the defense was just sitting on everything. Um, the quarterbacks are really handicapped, kind of how, like, Kyle was. Like, I mean, like, what are they supposed to do? You know what I mean? They got elite athletes on the other side of the defense. Like, if we're not, yeah, that's true. you know, we're not going to draw some shit up. Like, obviously, like, man to man, you know the plays. They're going to sit on there. Like, they're going to make plays. So, uh, I think it's really unfair for us to be calling the Alabama quarterbacks trash or Kyle or anybody of that sort. So, I don't know. It's really nothing much to take from that. It's Bama. So. Cam, as someone who has uh, played at, you know, higher level than uh, high school or whatever, <laughs> isn't the defense normally ahead of the offense around this time? And, I mean – would it would it be a bad indication for your offense to be completely ahead of your defense? Well, the thing is, it's like the defense doesn't rely on timing. So it's like when when we have a day one install, it's like we're not rely on spacing, we're not rely on uh, chemistry with timing with the routes, like learning how to quarterback things. Like offense is so reliant on chemistry and timing that like you don't really get that until moving to the summer camp. But on mm-hmm. defense, it's like once we learn our install, it's like – and once we learn our keys, like we're not thinking. Like there's literally no thinking on defense. If you're a good defense, like it's like here's my keys, here's my reads, here's my call, here's my strength. I go to this gap, I go to this gap, boom, 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 and run and we're hitting. Offense, it's not like that. So that's why in the spring you'll see a lot of uh, offenses getting shit on. I'm a believer in it. If your offense is doing good in the spring, that's not a good sign for your football team, in my opinion. I'd rather see my offense struggle than ball out. Yeah, defense that look like they uh they're torn to shreds. <laughs> or are you a TK or got I, I mean, I, I just feel like our offense has been cooking our defense in the spring in these past spring games. So <laughs> I mean, maybe this is sign of something turning. I'm I'm you know, uh some I'm other beat writers talk about looking at the tea leaves. I try to look at the tea leaves. Yeah. Um, also, Elks asked, he said, what happened to Enoch? Um, 
I mean, yeah, Elks for me, he's in that log jam of interior lineman. Can he play tackle? Because <laughs> he can, he no. might start, but if he could not no. play tackle, uh, he might, he might. I know, what are we now? 80, we're what, 88 scholarships right now? 89. Like the only, the only way he is starting yeah. is if is due to injury or if Donovan, or if they have to move Donovan Jackson outside. That's the only way he, he's starting. Uh, they're not. I heard they're not even flirting with him on the outside. I don't think that he's going to be good on the outside. Um, but I think that he's good on the, you know, I think a good interior alignment uh, is just that part where you're buried on the depth chart at your position. Nah, yeah, two, 200%. I mean, the interior is, is where the better linemen are. But um, yeah, that was uh, to talk quick portal. Um, let's go to uh, and we, and we cover spring games. Um, let's talk some recruiting. Obviously, we know it's picked up in the last few weeks, but obviously the defense has not got going yet. We did get Peyton Pierce to come in, but um, do we see this momentum continuing? Obviously, we know our our recruits are beefing on the uh, beefing on Twitter all the time, and they they talking crazy about this number one class. <laughs> But I will go to Ron first. Ron, do you see um do you see the recruiting going well defensively and that start the trend? Where do you think we're at? Um yeah, I think I hope we get some DBs here soon. Um I feel like we've gotten a ton of offensive linemen. Um we locked in our receivers as usual. So I'm ready to see the DBs that are gonna come in and make them better. Hopefully a pair from Ohio will be heading to Columbus here shortly. No, I feel uh, hopefully we will. Cam, sorry, my nose is itchy. What's up? Defensive recruiting. Oh, um, I mean, obviously, man, the two the two ones I'm waiting on is Bryce West. Um, I think we got a little hint about what's coming with that as far as a boom alert from Ted Ginn, putting him on the Glenville men uh, graphic on Instagram. Uh, all the Glenville guys decked out in uh, in Buckeye gear got the fan base pretty excited. Um, I want to see Aaron Scott uh, come uh, lock in. Uh, that's pretty much where I'm at, bro. I want to lock down the secondary because I think BIA is what is what's basically kept us out of a national title uh, this last season. Uh, Georgia's a great team, but if our secondary is where it needs to be, I think we won a title this year. So. Um, Mm. And to to see us be, I mean, even against a team up north, I mean, those it was every, every loss that we've had um, was based off of us giving up explosives in the secondary and just not having our athletes and the guys to match up. So um, I'm excited to see that we're getting guys in now that's kind of resembling the culture of uh, Ohio State um, being in the conversation for DBU all these years. So um, Aaron Scott. Uh, Bryce West, uh, of course, we wanted KJ Bolden, um, something like some some go for the guys like that. I would stay, but really, I'm on the lockdown and stay, guys. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, I I, I feel him um, on all of the DPs and what he's saying about BIA. Uh, there's also a guy on the West Coast that uh, DB that I, I also want us to get. This is why I'm kind of just like, you know hesitant on grabbing, you know, this DB out the portal because I'd rather take these guys over that. Um, but, I mean, recruiting, like I said, we got a 
we got to get better on the defensive side, man. You know, uh, we got our two guys and Garrett Stover, Peyton Pierce, but I need we honestly like we whiffed on every single elite D line guys last year, and you're talking about Michael could leave. I think Tyler Williams could leave, JTT could leave, Jack Sawyer could leave. Like you're talking about guys if they have a really really good season could be gone, and we, we need depth. Like this was why we could not miss on these guys. This is why you had. Ryan making these videos all last year, all, all season, because we can't miss on these guys, and we, we can't miss again. So I definitely want to see uh, us, you know, get guys like Dylan Stewart, get, you know, or of that caliber. If we miss them, we, we can't miss them, all of them. No, nah, I'm with you. I, I said it before. I'm not I'm not getting excited until I see a 315, 30-pound D tackle from the South uh join join the recruiting class because it's like you're right, we have missed a lot. And I'm like, I'm like, look, we, we need some dudes on defense. I, I I need I need some I need to recruit some like pop, especially coming from defense and like Georgia, they're getting linebackers that return kicks. I'm seeing dude on punt return like Hey yo, like <laughs> bro, he he probably could play running back for us as well. I need I need some pop on that defensive end, and I will get excited. I think, luckily enough for us, defensive backs, we got two in Ohio. We'll probably with Reggie Powers three in Ohio that we can get in this class. I uh, want Reggie Powers to pretty. pretty I want Reggie Powers to be a hybrid will linebacker for us, bro. Yeah, he gonna be. I think he should be. When, I, when I watch his film and I see his frame, like what he's already listed at what one ninety five already. 190, 6'2", 6'1", whatever. Bro, throw 10 more pounds on him, bro, and then have him be a 210-pound, 215-pound will linebacker, bro, flying around, fucking people up, bro. Like, I'm a linebacker saying. returning kicks, bro. Yeah, bro. I want to see my linebackers uh, up, bro. We yeah. need another Darren Lee type. Up we need that. I need some dudes flying to the ball. Obviously, um, in the secondary, I need dudes with like five pick sixes to open their huddle video. You know what I'm saying? Then, well, we got Kaden McDonald goes. coming in uh, at interior D line. I think he's going to help. Um, mm -hmm. We just got. We're, we're just dealing with a lot of coach talk, bro. I got to go back to this. Like they told us that Hero Canoe was a how to ways to go, and then we see him in film, and he looked like he was arrived. So I don't know. Like, I, we say that we don't got guys and we, we need this and we need that. And every time they get on the field, it's like, well, they look better than the motherfuckers playing. So, who knows, bro? <laughs> like, I, let's, I don't trust our coaches. Our coaches, they do a lot of coach talk. I feel like there's a lot of politics at Ohio State. It's like, bro, stop lying to me. You told me that Hero Canoe was not ready. He needed time. He needed this. He needed that. All I saw him doing was moving furniture and making plays. Yeah, bro, they they kind of brainwash us with that because all spring they was like well, yeah. they ain't ready, and I yeah. see him at the spring game. I'm like, well, can we play everybody who's not ready? Because yeah, bro, like, they are ready. Clearly. Everybody ain't ready making plays. Yeah, make sense, plays. I mean, let's let's expand on that a little bit. Uh, I mean, because like you brought up Alabama and everything, and we Caleb Downs out there, and they're saying like he out there looking like a vet. And it's like, so So, what's the difference is, is it the difference that Nick Saban made sure someone 
taught him the offense so that he would have better understanding? Or is he just smarter than C.J. Hicks? Is he just smarter than Sonny Styles? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Because he knew, he knew the, the issue is they can't learn the defense. Alabama, Alabama and their coaching staff, they value traits. And they value, like, NFL traits. So they know this freshman might not know the playbook as well. He might make – he may make mistakes. But he may – he's also going to give me extraordinary plays and extraordinary moments. Like, he might just one-hand intercept some shit. Or he might be able to just run some shit down and make a play and strip a ball. That's what we are missing on our defense. I was having this conversation with Ron. Like, we need – we don't have anybody on our defense that it's that has the athletic ability to be extraordinary and make big plays and big games. That's why we want to see C.J. Hicks. That's yeah. why we want to see the Kenyatta Jacksons. That's why we want to see all these five stars because it's like, it's like Madden. When that little red X start fucking glowing – like we ain't got no red X glowy guys, bro. We got we don't got none of them, bro. We need somebody that's gonna make a fucking play, bro. And like we not just be at the right place at the right time, bro. Change the game. We need game changers, bro. Give me a We're game building. changer and and let these guys develop naturally throughout the week. I don't care if fucking CJ Hicks and Sonny Styles make a mistake against Youngstown State, bro, because that shit's gonna have them ready for when we play Michigan. Like, come on, bro. It ain't rocket science. That remind me of uh, the old NCAA football where you had the uh, the white bubble and it started popping when you about to make a play. That's all <laughs> the cheat code because you know you're going to break three tackles. Man, nah, for real. I'm with you, Cam. I've said it for a long time. We Like, it's it's great to have these guys going to do their job, but we <laughs> game changers, bro. Just just make one play. Just, you know, just game changers. But, um. I kind of wanted to play this as we had TK in the chat. We did it last week with the uh, Michigan, the Michigan uh, running backs. So we have we'll do Penn State edition of where they rank. If you had all the Penn State running backs, like Katron Allen, Nick Singletary, in the Ohio State room, what would be your death chart? We'll go with you first, Ron. What would be your death chart? I would have Katron Allen at one. I would have. Singleton at two. I would have Travion Ooh. Henderson at three. Ooh. Mike. Damn. That's not like, Yeah, I'm gonna go uh I'm gonna go singleton one. Damn. Trey two. Okay. Me, uh, I almost pissed Cam off for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> let me piss Cam off. Give me chip three. <laughs> I'm just playing. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just playing. Yeah, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, bro. Here's my. Here's my. Here's how I'm thinking. I'm not that high on Trey, right? Trey had a better season in Singleton and Allen as a freshman, sharing carries with another running back. So, how can I put Singleton and Allen over a running back that I don't even like that had a better freshman season than both of them? So, I'm going to roll with who I think is RB1. Give me Dallin Hayden, Chip, (laughs) then Singleton, then Allen. That's my 
That's what 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 that's that's my thoughts process, but um what's gonna happen is not that, but that's just me personally. All right, give me Dallin Chip last. They're not on my list. Um, <laughs> give me Singleton one. Oh, this is hard. Probably give me Trey two, Allen three. Then I'll probably throw mine in at four. Look at all. Look at all that Dallin. That'll, that'll, that'll Hayden probably be my top four. Justice Justice Hayden's five. Justice but, Hayden's. Uh, oh, no, he's part of that. No, no, <laughs> it's just in the chat. But uh, yeah, that would probably be my. Let's see. But uh, but yeah, let me see if there's anything in the chat before we wrap this up. Let's see. Let's see anything? Not say Dallin hate. <laughs> yeah, Dallin hey, one. I, I do. I did see someone talk about the little S two thing, and it's just like everybody think that this S two is like a written test. It's not. <laughs> It's not a written test. Uh, I think y'all are thinking about the, that the Wonderlick test that they used to have back in the day before they went to S2. Henderson so, is going to make yeah, it. Yeah, Menace, Menace had a good view of it. Uh, Terry has Trey one, Mayan two, uh, Singleton three, and Allen four. List is not biased at all. <laughs> so, yeah. You're going to need them all tied because your quarterback can't throw. <laughs> Dallin and career RB too. I don't know if y'all watched Dallin Hayden last year, but hey, YouTube's for free. If y'all want some clips, uh, hit my DM. Um, y'all know how to find me on Twitter. I can educate y'all on some ball shit. I can show you back to back clips on uh, between Trey uh, Henderson and uh, Dallin Hayden, and I can get y'all on the Hayden train whenever you want. So. Yeah. But all right, we'll go ahead and uh, we'll go ahead and, and and wrap it up there. But um, go ahead and Cam, let us know where they can find you if they think Lorenzo Styles deserves to play. Listen, man, you can find me at Twitter at IKnowThings19. You can find me in the best damn space. We'll be having the spaces open. Or you can find me on the TL terrorizing uh, Michigan fans. Uh, Yeah, so appreciate y'all coming through. Of course, Mike, go ahead. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at 216 underscore wildboy. Uh, That'll be a clip. <laughs> oh Lord Jesus. Uh yeah. <laughs> you can find me on uh yeah, those. I'll be on the dang Cam just messed me all up. Yeah, I'll be on the TL on Twitter. Come holla at me if you ever want to talk ball. Um all, I'm always in spaces as well. So yeah. Um Quick to plug some stuff. Make sure y'all like and uh, share. Tell people, tell people you like the Viz. Tell people to come through. Come talk some ball while you're here. Um, I do want to plug um, State of the Program right. will be done not this week, but the following week. So me and Chris are going to get back together and run that State of the Program back. So look out for that. Obviously, Ron has the Michigan update coming up as well. But if you want to find me, I am City Boy Quinn on Twitter. Flying at Johnson on Instagram. I also talk movies on YouTube. That's at Minor League Films. And again, appreciate y'all joining us. We going. We got some. 
we got some good ideas going in for the off season. So we're going to go and talk some hypotheticals. I know they got the what if going and all that. And then um, we got some show topics where we're going to get into some heated debates. But Ron, get us out of here. You guys can find me at two T's on Twitter, two underscore T E E S. It's the same on Twitch. Uh, recently been streaming a bit more. So if you want to see us on the game, follow me on Twitch as well. Be on the playback. You find uh, Best Damn Media on Twitter at Best Damn Media. We appreciate you guys pulling up. Everybody smash that like button and see you guys next Sunday at 10. No disrespect to Indiana. <laughs>